Hello, everybody. Welcome to Following Jesus with Christ Church. My name is Andrew Vandermoss, one of the pastors at Christ Church. And I'm Addison Hawkins, friend, colleague, and co-host with Andrew. Over the next 20 minutes or so, we hope to share some observations and some stories about following Jesus from our little perspective here at Christ Church in Grand Rapids. Hey everyone, on this episode, Andrew and I interview Craig Kuinga, beloved member of Christ Church. And as you'll hear in the episode, he is dealing with some cancer right now and he has cancer treatments. Well, when we recorded this episode on Tuesday, April 28th, exactly one day before Craig was uh, supposed to go in uh, for treatment, uh, we weren't unsure of whether his enzyme levels were gonna be in the right spots for him to get that treatment. Well, uh, he did, he had the treatment on Wednesday, and as of Friday, May 1st, Craig was in good spirits. He was thankful for sun and warmer days. So we hope that you guys enjoy this episode with Craig Kuhnga. Four, I'm coming through. Today on Following Jesus, we want to talk a little golf. Uh, Golf is the closest game to the game we call life. You get bad breaks from good shots. You get good breaks from bad shots. But you have to play the ball where it lies. So said Bobby Jones, a golfer. And who better from the Christchurch community for us to get uh, on the podcast to talk about golf, then our friend Craig Kuinga. Craig, welcome to Following Jesus with Christ Church. Well, thank you, Andrew. It is a real pleasure to be here with you guys today, and uh, especially on this beautiful 70-degree day when uh, it's, a, it's a good day to talk about golf. It is a good day to talk about golf. Um, Craig, uh, for some of you who may not know, Craig and Lynette and their son Grayson been members at Christ Church for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, what What is your title with Indian Trails there? Well, my official title with the city is Senior Greenskeeper, but there's a it's Senior Greenkeeper slash GM now. Okay. Yeah. So I. I I started out by taking care of uh, the golf course and we went through, uh, you know, our $3 million renovation a few years ago. And, and then I've just kind of evolved into uh, overseeing all the operations at the golf course. I don't spend very much time in the clubhouse. Uh, I spend the bulk of my time outside, but I, but I oversee the things that are going on in the clubhouse too. Okay. So we can just call you your highness when it comes to the <laughs> golf course. I've been around golf for a long time, so I know the uh, the inside and the outside, as they say. Yeah, you also coach the Ottawa Hills girls golf team, isn't that right? Yeah, I actually co- uh, coach girls and boys. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've coached the girls for I think six years and the boys for about four years. So yeah, that's been great. It's a challenge to get kids in that school district to come out and play golf. But it's, uh, but it's been very rewarding. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic. On top of golf, you do all sorts of other things too, right? I mean, you're an avid bike rider. I know that about you. What are some other things you like to do as you enjoy the outside? Yeah, I do like to be outside. Uh, if I'm not sleeping, um, and I'll sleep outside too, but, you know, for the most part, I, I like to be outside. So um, I, really, I really enjoy uh, running. Um, especially I've really gotten into trail running and I love cycling and I've really gotten into mountain biking. 
Um, those are my two uh, big passions I have. And, you know, we keep it going in the winter. I love downhill skiing, you know, so I go, uh, I, I ski as much as I can and uh, like fat tire biking in the, in the winter also. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. In fact, you're building a, a single track mountain bike trail in your backyard, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Oh man, I have, uh, yeah, I don't, I think I've bit off more than I can chew, but it is coming together. It's, it's rideable and, uh, it's, it's a little sketchy right now, but it's, it's, yeah, it's cool. Lynette, uh, agreed to let me, uh, pretty much tear up our backyard and, uh, make a, make a trail. And so the first phase is, is like a jump line. So that and then there's actually a, an, an advanced jump line and then a beginner like roller course kind of right next to each other. So, you know, I have a nine-year-old son, Grayson, who's kind of getting into mountain biking and he can take the more gentle side. And then there's a few, uh, there's some gap jumps and some nice tabletops on the uh, more advanced side. So it's, it's been pretty cool. It's been a lot of fun. That's amazing. Stay home and stay safe, but you can mountain bike in your backyard. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about to stay safe, but <laughs> at least from viruses, we're staying safe, but from, uh, from, uh, over the handlebar type of stuff, it's still a possibility. <laughs> yeah. And that's important for you to stay safe from viruses because you are also uh, going through your own sort of journey with cancer right now. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, in December, yeah, I was diagnosed with uh, with rectal cancer, stage three rectal cancer, and uh, so it was uh, it was a it was a huge surprise. Um, and like you said, you know, I've uh, my life has kind of revolved around you know physical fitness for the most part, and so I was really as fit as I've ever been in my life when uh, you know when we when we found out. So yeah, since then uh, things have definitely uh, changed a lot. So. Um, right now I'm in the process of going through eight treatments of chemotherapy. And so I get those every two weeks. Um, tomorrow I have my sixth one. Um, and it's going, it's going pretty well. I had, um, there's, there's a couple things that they're, that they're worried about, uh, your, your blood count, you know, your platelets, your red blood cells, your white blood cells. And for me, those have been, uh, just normal uh, levels. I have not struggled with those at all. Um, it's been a real blessing. Uh, liver enzymes is the other one. So you can get elevated liver enzymes with this type of uh, chemotherapy. And I did have a, a two-week period where I had uh, elevated liver enzymes. So that was a little bit worrisome, but they thank the Lord they came down and, uh, and we were able to continue. And uh, so tomorrow... It's a little nerve wracking now because I, I, when I first get there, they take blood and they, they run a complete blood panel. And, uh, and so, uh, so yeah, prayers for, uh, for uh, low liver enzymes are appreciated. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yep. Yeah, well, definitely. We will be praying for that as, as I hope many others will as well. I mean, and that's an, an important, like you said, it's been a lot of shifts for you with that what are the things you have to consider as an avid outsider? You know, we're sort of being told, try and stay, stay away from too many outside activities, you know, certainly in groups, you know, adhere to social distancing. What are, what are the, some of the things you have to think through as you consider going outside? Yeah. So, you know, going out outside um, to go for a run or go for a bike ride um, is, is no big deal. Uh, probably my biggest concern when I'm 
exercising, uh, well, one of them would be um, bleeding. <laughs> so I try to stay away from bleeding. I actually, uh, I went to uh, my last treatment. I had skinned up both my elbows uh, practicing Papa Wheelies on my road bike. Um, when I went backwards pretty fast. And so my nurse, she saw it right away. And she was like, what did you do to both of your elbows? And I told her, and so she gave me a stern talking to about, you know, because infection, you know, I don't want, I can't have any infection. That would be, it would be uh, not, not a good scenario for me. And, you know, blood clotting could be an issue, but that hasn't been an issue for me. Um, but other than that, um, when I do go out, I, I don't go in too many places. Um, I don't go to Meyer. I'm very thankful that Lynette will, or, or whatever grocery store, you know, maybe D&W or Family Fair, but um, Lynette, Lynette goes and gets everything for us from the grocery store. Right. Um, I've made a couple trips to Lowe's, um, but uh, keeping my keeping our distance. Yeah, the the thought of catching that virus, you know, in the condition that I'm I'm in is uh, is a little bit scary. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's sort of interesting. And, and this will bring us back, I think, to the course a little bit. But, um, you know, as we go and, and we practice social distancing, we are encouraged or at least allowed to get outside. Um, we just recently had the golf courses were reopened. You guys were closed down for a while with yeah. some of the executive order. But it is a challenge because when that's all that you can do, you get a lot of people. So you can go out to a trail <laughs> and it, it's like loaded with people or what's it like <laughs> at the golf course? I'm sure people are uh, chomping at the bit, ready to get on the course. Uh, yeah, they definitely are. We, um, you know, when, it, when this first went into place, we had a lot of people sneaking onto the golf course. Oh. Yeah, I think that uh, there's probably a lot of people listening to this podcast right now that, uh, yeah, are getting a smile on their face because I think for decades, Indian Trails was like the place to sneak onto, you know, in the, you know, in the, in the spring and in the fall, and it wasn't a big deal. But um, so we put some signage up around the golf course that talked about, you know, why we're closed and, you know, please, you know, please respect the fact that, that we're closed. Um so at, from the maintenance standpoint, it was really a blessing <laughs> to not have golfers for a few weeks because we were able to, um, to do a lot of things on the golf course and, um, and, you know, cart traffic and foot traffic is detrimental. So the course is in pristine shape. Uh, but when that order came that pe we could start, we could have golf, that was last, last Friday afternoon. Right. As soon as that hit the news, our phones were just ringing off the hook. Are you open yet? Are you open yet? Are you open yet? And we, you know, we weren't expecting to be open. So we had to get staff in place. We were able to open up on Saturday morning and uh, Saturday and Sunday. We were, we were about as we were filled to capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And even in, in today right now, that place is a complete madhouse, but, oh, I'm sure. but we, we do have, you know, we have some, um, procedures in place to keep people you know we keep people safe we have a lot of signage that talks about the social distancing um we have a limit of four people in the clubhouse um we we didn't put any bunker rakes out uh, uh, so that's something so you know, you know we don't want we want to we want to limit 
surfaces that people touch out there. So yeah. we're not allowing to, for people to take the flag stick out. And uh, yeah. 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 So that's where we are. We're, we're happy to be golfing again, for sure. Yeah, it's good. And one thing you had mentioned earlier is that, you know, and you alluded to it here is that there's no golf carts because that would be a surface where people right. are not six feet apart and right. Them. I mean, so you've sort of eliminated them. What has that done to the golf course? Like, what have you noticed? Mm. That? Oh, yeah, that's a great question, Addison. Um, if, if we, I would love, in a perfect world, we would have no golf carts on the golf course. It is, um, golf carts are detrimental to, you know, turf quality, to be mm. sure. Um, you have compaction issues and you have wear issues and and you can really tell the difference on the golf course right now um, with no carts. It, it's just, it just looks absolutely beautiful. And, and it's fun to see people walk in. And I've talked to dozens of people the last few days that are uh, they're like, you know, I haven't walked in 30 years or I haven't walked. I haven't played golf and walked in 30 years and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And people are going out and uh, trying to purchase like a, a pull golf cart and, uh, and, you know, another thing we've noticed is that we have a lot more uh, foursomes playing golf. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for people to socialize. And so they're getting many, you know, we limit, we limit it to foursomes. We don't, we don't allow more than four in a group. Uh, so we've noticed there's lots of foursomes out there the last, the last few days. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, uh, I mean, we're thrilled that the course is open and you guys can bless people in that way. As you as you think about, you know, sort of the journey that you're on and all of these things that we've been talking about from mountain biking to golfing, just being outside, what are some of the things that you're learning just about your, you know, sort of that, that conflux of, of mental health, spiritual health, physical health? all of those things. What, what are, what are some of the lessons that you're learning? Oh man, I'm not sure how long this podcast, is, <laughs> but it is, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a, a daily, you know, learning things daily. You know, I think at, you know, at first, um, I think I, I realized that I had put a lot of faith in my um, physical fitness and in my, in my health um, because, you know, not only do I exercise a lot, but I've, I've been eating a healthy diet for, for mm-hmm. a long time. And, uh, you know, when you, when you look at, um, you know, benefits of exercise would be like, you know, reduces your chance for certain cancers. And yeah. you know, one of them is always colorectal, you know, <laughs> and same thing with, you know, eating fruits and vegetables, you know, it, you know, so, um, yeah, so I had to put in a lot of my faith, I think, in my diet and in my, in my, in my, uh, in my health. And then and you realize that, uh, you know, that I have absolutely no control over, over, over that. I mean, well, I mean, it helps, obviously. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you can't, you can't put your faith in, in that for sure. So, um, so that was a, that was a big lesson that we learned. And then just what we've, learn through suffering um um like how how christ is 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 just there for us is our hope is our peace is um cares about us you know um that's something that i i think that kind of went over my head in the past is just the care that 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 god has has for his children 
and you know and how he can use you know any circumstance that we might find ourselves in um just the things that i have i've experienced going through cancer and the people that i've met um, are, are things i've never would have been able to go through if i if i hadn't been if i hadn't been diagnosed with cancer and i mean it's hard to, you know i can already say that i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it because it's, it's been an incredible mm. blessing to be sure yeah that's you know i really appreciate your perspective and just the way that you're thinking about these things because you know a lot of people could look at it from a different perspective and say wow i mean you've had to go through a lot like you know not only did you have a huge life change come december with you know, cancer and then going through the treatments and all the things that come with that to now you've been told to stay inside and your work has slowed down. But, you know, you, like I said earlier, you know, I just feel like every time I see you, you've got a smile on your face, you know, and I just really appreciate that perspective and that willingness to share and be vulnerable in that. You know, I, you know, I could almost echo some of what you're saying, just, you know, getting outside has been sort of vital to my emotional health and my spiritual health through all of this, you know, it's, it really has been critical and you've, you've probably known that for a long time. It's been critical for who you are as mm -hmm. yeah. an image bear. And so I think it's good for people to hear that too, just to hear, you know, it's, you know, we don't need to rush back out in groups, but to be outside, to go on walks, to go by the golf course when they're open, uh, you know, to go on bike rides and runs, you know, it, those things are, are helpful for not only our physical state, but our emotional and our spiritual state as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been, uh, I've been blessed to be able to continue with some of my activities through my treatments. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I get my treatments every other Wednesday and it's been very predictable. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm, I'm down. I'm still, I, I still stretch and um, I kind of have this progression that I go through. I know Thursday morning, well, because I have chemo and then I go home with a, uh, like an infusion pump, which continues to pump chemo through my body until, fr until Friday afternoon. So I have to be careful. I've got a, uh, you know, a tube that goes from my infusion pump into the, uh, into my port that's under my, uh, under my right clavicle. Um, but, you know, I know Thursday morning, I'm going to, I know how I'm going to feel and I can, I can, I can stretch and I can do certain things. And then I kind of have a progression that I go through. And then on, oh, on the Wednesday that I don't have chemo is usually when I, I go for a long mountain bike ride. Uh, so, you know, it's just a week and, uh, and I've been able to go with, with friends on those rides. And that has been, that's been a huge blessing just to socialize and to talk about what I'm, what we're all going through. And um, it's been a, it's been real therapy for me. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate your coming on. Maybe one last thought. Uh, we started with that quote from Bobby Jones about playing the ball where it lies. Another golf coach put it this way. He says, golf is about how well you accept, respond to, and score with your misses much more so than it is a game about your perfect shots. And I think in some ways that, that brings us right back to the gospel because mm. we, we are all walking through life, both with our own misses, the things that we mess up on, 
uh, as well as sort of the misses or the bad breaks that happen around us, whether it's cancer or coronavirus or or all of these things. And uh, we're not the ones that are called to be perfect, uh, but we do have uh, Christ who has achieved the perfection for us and who gives us every good thing uh, along the way. And so we're really praying that for you, Craig, and, and we're so encouraged by you sharing your story with us a little bit today. Uh, just that God is meeting you, even in the, the misses of life, uh, he's meeting you with his perfection. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We, uh, um, we, we feel that every day, Lynette and I, you know, I think our, our, our prayer life together has definitely been intensified. That's something that we kind of neglected in the past. And we, we pray together every single day and we're in the word and and uh, yeah, God's love and provision for us has been uh, evident <laughs> for sure. That's fantastic. Well, speaking of prayer, how about I just close our time with some prayer? Awesome. Father, we uh, come to you uh, just thankful for the way you're working in our lives, uh, the way you're working in Craig's life. We're, we're thankful for his perspective uh, on you and, and his relationship with you and, and the way that the gospel really motivates him through all of the things that he is facing in life, uh, whether that be, you know, through work and just shifting and having to be creative with the ways that they handle things at the golf course with staffing and enforcing some of those things with the, the way that he is a husband and a father and the way that he, uh, you know, is going through not only the coronavirus stuff we're all facing, but also his own challenges and story with his cancer. And we're thankful for your mercy and grace through all that. We do pray for Craig as he continues to go through chemo, Lord, that you would uh, sustain his body, that you would continue to be at work and fighting and killing the cancer in his body. And we know that you are the God who can do all of that, that you can eradicate that from his body. And so we do ask that that would be something that you would do if it was in your will. And we're so thankful for the way you listen to and hear our prayers. We pray for others too that are struggling with that and, and also just wanting to get out. We would encourage, uh, you know, that you would just continue to work in their lives, help them see the opportunities they have to be outside, to walk, and the way that that can encourage their relationship with you. Lord, we pray for the gospel that it would go forward through this conversation and elsewhere. Thankful again. Pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're glad you checked us out. If you want more from Christchurch, you can find us at our website. It's ChristchurchGR.org. That's ChristchurchGR.org. While you're there, check out the Staying Connected During COVID-19 page for more resources, our home worship guide, the latest podcast, and other ways to stay connected. You can find this podcast on many of your regular podcasting apps, or that is through Apple iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you enjoyed this content, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, sharing this episode with a friend or family member is a great way to keep them connected. We're so glad you checked in. We'll see you next time.